This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, April 29th. Happy FOMC Day. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. Today is by far the most important day of the week from a macro perspective. We get the first look at first quarter GDP. The consensus is for a decline of 4% on an annualized quarterly basis. The range of estimates are anywhere between 0 and negative 10%. So we expect that the market's reaction will be relatively muted, which is somewhat counterintuitive given the severity of the contraction of the economy. However, as has been noted on several occasions, the first quarter is just the tip of the proverbial iceberg. It's the second quarter where the most significant damage from the pandemic will become evident. That said, inaction on the part of investors doesn't diminish the relevance of this morning's round of economic data as it will be useful in estimating the departure point for Q2 when the pandemic is expected to have its greatest impact. The reopening timelines, while still approximations at this point, suggest that the domestic economy will be largely open for business by July. The obvious caveat is that there remains a large degree of uncertainty around exactly what the new normal will comprise in terms of consumption patterns. Nonetheless, the efforts to reopen will contain the bulk of the initial hit to the economy in the first half of the year, leaving the balance of the year to gauge the pace and the magnitude of the recovery. This isn't necessarily new information. However, this morning's GDP report will refocus the market on the narrative. The relevance of monetary policy comes into focus this afternoon with the FOMC decision and Powell's press conference. There's an argument that the Fed needs to outdove the current dovish policy stance by providing even more accommodation. We're certainly on board with the notion that there will be more accommodation realized before the crisis is over. However, the committee's willingness to act so decisively thus far, with the vast majority of the moves occurring outside of scheduled meetings, suggests that today's announcement has ceased to serve as the focal point that it once did for policy shifts. This is by no means a criticism of the Fed. In fact, it's the opposite. Emergency situations call for swift and dramatic actions. The predictability of the meeting-by-meeting cadence is much better suited for removing monetary policy accommodation rather than providing it. This isn't to say that we'll be logging off after real GDP. The meeting holds the potential for the fine-tuning adjustment to IOER, as well as an emphasis on forward guidance related to the dizzying array of new liquidity-providing programs recently established. Suffice it to say, lower for longer and a reiteration of the commitment to act via further balance sheet expansion will be the order of the day. In light of the collapse of the energy complex during the intermediate period, a nod to the downward pressure on inflation is certainly warranted, as well as an acknowledgement that there's a risk to the heretofore well-anchored inflation expectations. All of that being said, As with the update to Q1 GDP, we're skeptical that the event itself will trigger the typical degree of price action associated with Fed Day. Yet another thing we'll add to the list of what COVID-19 has changed. 
We'd be remiss not to note at least the possibility that the Fed rolls out an even greater commitment to keeping rates lower for longer via a yield curve control program comparable to that of the Bank of Japan's. It's certainly on the table in terms of future dovish additions to the Fed's policy toolbox, although it will likely be held in reserve until 1. The depths of the recession become clearer, 2. Permanent damage to labor force is assessed, and 3. The V-shaped recovery hypothesis is tested. Beyond yield curve control, expansions of the existing lending facilities are also on the table. Mortgage servicers and consumer credit are sectors of possible focus. If not today, then as the recession unfolds, an additional policy support is warranted from a signaling perspective, if nothing else. Taking a look at the U.S. rates market, with 10-year yields at 59 basis points, we reminded that the 54 to 78 basis point range for 10s has held remarkably well over the last six weeks. We don't anticipate that that will be breached this week, and in fact, until we get a better sense of the progression of the reopening effort, we expect that the range will continue to hold. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Stay safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.